Hello and hypodai to all of our fans in Norway, where we, five songs or less, are grateful to be the 247th best music pod at least of the past week. And today, mm-hmm. all of our friends in that great Scandinavian nation will be joining us as I punish Danny with Scotland's own Mogwai. Yeah. Hi, Danny. Hey. We always say punish, but only once has it really been a punishment, and it was a punishment for you. <laughs> yeah, you seem to enjoy it. I I mean, you've, you haven't given me anything that I've ended up hating. I was pretty scared for Third Eye Blind. Yeah, and that was very, very fun. And a little less so for, for a funeral for a friend. But oh, both little, of those ended less well. Yeah. Funeral for a friend ended even better. That funeral funeral for a friend might have been our best, like well, at least me punishing you, it might have been our best like results, like most successful, if you will. Sure. We were talking about no, this that's the other not day. True. Oh, and motion it's motion city. city. Yeah. Is the best. Motion city, funeral, and, and maybe trail of dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Motion yeah. City was the one where I liked every single song quite yeah. a bit. And have listened to a whole bunch of it since then. So, so yeah, the, catch me up. Where have you? Where has your Motion City journey taken you? What like what's like your like new favorite song that wasn't on the playlist? Oh, ooh, ooh! We need to do a follow up episode on Motion City soundtrack because I like their later albums more than you do. Go and Panic Stations. Yeah, yeah, and his solo stuff too is really great. Well, I haven't listened to the solo stuff. You yeah. like turned me on to that. So I, I'm I'm sure I would though, because he I mean, I think maybe musically he wasn't in complete control of the band, but certainly tonally and, and lyrically, it was all him. And yeah. that's like probably I mean, there's a lot of distinct aspects of Motion City soundtrack. The Moog, which I know I'm not saying correctly, is that's, obviously yeah. a big one. The the drumming when it was Tony yes. Thaxton was very, very distinct in, in my opinion. And then of course just like the the lyrics and the like very um, well you, you tell me, after listening quite a bit for the mm-hmm. past month or so, how would you describe his style of writing lyrics? You kind of described it on the episode pretty well as we're really doing this follow-up episode right now. Why not? <laughs> Uh, you described it pretty well on the episode as, um, kind of, it's a baseballman. It's a baseballman and shout out to Fangraphs. Fangraphs audio is a great podcast. If you like this podcast, but wish we were smart and talking about baseball or funny and talking about philosophy. Fangraphs mm-hmm. Audio, go back and listen to uh, some of the Carson Sestoli Dane Perry episodes. Really, really enlightened me. Uh, got me into Emil Chorin and all sorts of other great um, <laughs> pessimistic philosophers. Trying to stay on topic by talking about Motion City Soundtrack here. Buddy. I know. I'm so sorry to have... <laughs> on this Mogwai episode. I stopped you from talking about the wrong band. <laughs> anyway, their fucking Motion City Soundtrack is great. I've been listening to them a lot. Uh, Even If It Kills Me is a great album. We will probably do a follow-up episode on this. Wait, wait, wait. So Where I give Dante 
five of their later songs. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. hundred percent. And that wouldn't be like, you could not use the word punish for that. Cause it's no, no. It's just like, Hey, you know that band you already like? Um, yeah. You should like, just give this a little bit more focus. This week I gifted Dante. Yeah. Five motion city soundtrack songs. Uh, I, I do. I would love to do a big follow up, and maybe it could be an episode where we hit on a couple of the bands. Mm-hmm. versus just an episode solely yeah. dedicated to Motion City. That's true. That's a good idea. But um, I I hate that this is like my go-to reference for that type of like, for lyrics similar to Justin Pierre's. I'm sorry, I cannot say his name without giving it a without little flair. Without giving it a little, little flair. Yeah. But it it's it's in the, the Ben Folds family tree of... Mm. Yeah. Of lyric writing. It's a bit stream of consciousness, a little yeah. bit. There's not always a rhyme scheme. It's not always verse, chorus, verse, chorus. He he uses a lot of references to actual things, like name yes. drops, if you will, things like that. Just a very kind of, uh, it's a very common like early emo thing, I think, or early second wave emo thing um, to kind of name drop some stuff. Do you ever find that distracting maybe not specifically in motion city sometimes but because there's like general yeah it's the the first example is not a fair example and it's also i don't want to shit on this example but the bare naked lady song one week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. name drops like keanu reeves and watching x files with no lights on right yeah and and that song for multiple reasons is very much like of that time. Mm-hmm. And and like there's also like what what is it called? Um dirty realism? Is that what I'm thinking of? It's a style, mm-hmm. it's a, like a style of prose writing mm-hmm. um in, in like fiction where or like Kmart realism. I'm I I wish to be a person who had gone to like a lit program yeah. so I can actually talk about this stuff with some like air of authority even if I mean, the stuff I did go to school for, I'm not an authority on, so it would all be <laughs> it would all be pretend still. But um, sure, just that style of writing where you you do instead of saying like, oh, like his favorite song was on the radio, you name the song, and it's a specific mm-hmm. song from the real world. And yeah. sometimes, like that adds, that can add like kind of cool detail but also if you don't like connect with that reference or you you bring your own maybe negative connotation to it it could be distracting from what the author might be trying to do yeah does does that make sense yeah so first one that can't that comes into my head is thriller was our favorite song right (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry no no i i loved it no that was for the our listening audience not not for you i knew you'd enjoy that oh okay (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, you never have to apologize for me or to me. You you do have to apologize for me, as it turns out. <laughs> Ooh, that has kind of been my my like always like my place amongst my friends is like when I'm not around, they go, no, no, he means well. You just I'm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I hate it so much, and that's why I just like I leave. I just totally ghost group of friends after a while because it's like, I don't think I want to be this burden anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
So we got, I don't know, maybe we got like another 18 months of this pod before I just yeah. like disappear and you can't get a hold of me. Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about, we're here to talk about Motion City soundtrack, damn it. Yeah, we were, we were talking a lot about lyrics and I was going to transition about uh, All the bands lyrics with no today. lyrics. Yeah. But So before we, we hopped on here, you said that like you were um, making some food for your kids. I did. And it got me thinking because I had a, a little bit of an experience last night. How like have you have you grown much as like a cook as a chef? No, um, no, at I've, all? I've I've uh, taken some steps back, I believe, <laughs> out of exhaustion and laziness of being a a parent <laughs> working from home full time and watching a three year old who's actually pretty good. And a six-year-old who is in distance learning school for the past almost a year now. Yeah. So, no, my cooking has taken a few steps back (laughs) to whatever I can throw in the microwave or whatever is available on DoorDash. Oh, yeah. No, you are awesome at cooking things that arrive from DoorDash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm great at it. Okay, well, the reason I ask is because I had a, I, I was kind of trying to get a sneak preview of how stupid I'm about to look in your eyes, and it'll <laughs> still probably be fra- fairly stupid, but not, um, I th- you'll you'll understand. Okay. Um, so, a while back, a friend sent me a, like, uh, like, just a care package, I guess. Sure. Don't know why. Don't, no one do that, please. Also... <laughs> No, no, no Weezer random CDs. Weezer CDs. Yes. Still, still no clue about that. And w- one of the things that was in the package was a, like, just a bag of, like, cookie mix. And the directions, all you need to to add is an egg mm-hmm. and, like, some amount of butter. I mm-hmm. th- The cat's not even in the room, Lassa. It's okay. Here. Danny's checking his phone. He's reading a text. He's looking slightly perplexed. Oh, God damn it. Do I have to? I, I think I need to change Lassa's diaper. She, she didn't text me about <laughs> Lassa just texted you the poop emoji. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Lindsay Oxford who interviewed us. Oh, yes. She sent us a DM. How does she know about Lassa's says, butt? <laughs> that says, no. People love her wallpaper reverie too. But this album is near perfect. Uh, where she's referring to our one hit wonders episode and apples in stereo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, note, note to the listening audience. If you message us or DM us while we're recording, we're probably going to read it on mic. <laughs> yep. And literally, Literally quarter dozens of people in Norway will hear. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. Okay. So one egg. Yes. And by the way, for anyone trying to get ahead of me here, no, this is not a long, stupid wind up to an intro to the first song. <laughs> this is this is a long, stupid uh, story with no payoff. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So supposed to pour the bag. Into a bowl, add an egg, add some butter. 
Okay. Okay. So f- first thing I know right off the bat is I don't have butter. I never have butter in the house. I'm not much mm. of a I'm not much of a breadman. Um, I don't bake, and yeah. I'm technically lactose intolerant, so not supposed to be consuming a bunch of that. But it's if says, you didn't live where you live, I would tell you to buy Earth Balance non-dairy butter. But you know, I, I believe I have had that before, and it's good. It's like a vegetable like spread, right? Like vegetable oil based or something, something like, like that. that. So anyway, kind of getting me to the next point is I read. Well, you can substitute vegetable oil, yeah, yeah, for totally. in, in, for these cookies. So I grab my vegetable oil, take the cap off, realize there's some some crust, some congealed vegetable oil around the cap, sure. and I start investigating. It turns out this vegetable oil had expired in September of 2017. Nice, nice. So I'm like, ooh, okay, that seems risky. So I say, what about, I also have canola oil. Can canola oil be used? And I take it to the Alta Vista. <laughs> I type it into Hotbot, and turns out, yes, you can use canola oil. Fine. Okay. So I grab my canola oil. December 2019. Yeah. <laughs> so not as bad. Bad, not as bad. but not, not as, as bad. bad. It's just oil. Come on. Oil has never been the cause of any pain or suffering in the nope. history of the world. So I used the the like 18-month expired canola oil or whatever it is. Sure, as, as would I. That's all I got. Well, so my first test of the... Oh, and by the way, I don't have a... My, my only like bowl that would be usable for this uh, holds a couple pounds of cat food at all times. <laughs> So that's out of the question. So I you d- dumped it on the floor, <laughs> gave it a quick rinse. I cracked an egg on the floor, mixed it up with the the Swiffer, the the handle of the Swiffer. Um, I meant you dumped the cat food on the floor. Oh, <laughs> but hey, you could you could mix it on the floor too. Whatever. Anyway, so what I ended up using is like my big like like pot that you would use for like pasta or something. And anyway, sure. so my, my, I, I mix it all together. It looks, it looks roughly like cookie dough. And of course I take a big spoonful of cookie dough. Yeah. And it definitely tastes off. And maybe it's just that canola oil tastes different than, than butter. Maybe, especially oh. 18 months after it technically <clears throat> expired. Yeah. But and I also wonder if maybe I used too much because I used um, I used like a, a water bottle with milliliters on the side to like kind of guesstimate how much uh, like a third just, cup is. I just poured some into my hand. Yeah, yeah, that's that's enough. Well, let's see. I've used my hand to cup things, so then a third of my hand. Um, <laughs> that's a cup. I know, but it was it was a third cup that I then mm-hmm. again went to. Uh, dog pile to get the <laughs> conversion third cup yep. to milliliters. Yep. But the the milliliters only goes like 100, 200, 300. So it's not like I'm getting exact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I probably use too much oil because it does taste pretty oily. Uh, initially, I was like, just, I might just eat cookie dough. That sounds great. That yeah, sounds fine. Sure. 
Um, and for those who can't tell by all these depressing context clues, I am currently in quarantine. So that's why I'm I'm excited to eat cookie dough. But mm-hmm. when I when I taste how oily it is, I'm like, all right, I need to bake this because I need to kill whatever is going to yeah, kill me yeah, yeah. first. So I bake it. Uh, the cookies turn out like giant and flat and uh, also taste off just like a... Yeah baked version of this off cookie dough wood exactly um and i i did eat still probably like five pretty big spoonfuls of the cookie dough (laughs) felt really bad last night felt really bad like emotionally and physically yes yeah and uh those cookies belong in the trash Mm -hmm. and so yeah i was just i was wondering if maybe your baking skills were were elevated or, or if you kept more ingredients no, like, I've like never you, been. I've never been a big baker. Yeah, yeah. I like to cook like you know dinner type food. Uh, I like to experiment a little bit. Um, is that one of the cookies? You mean one of these cookies that belong in the trash because they're <laughs> gross and expired? Yeah, yeah. No, uh-uh. that is huge, man. I was only able to fit six dollops of cookie dough on the sheet. It says two inches apart, but like, then I'm ma- I'm baking like four cookies at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like to cook, but I'm just too exhausted constantly now. So, I it's find, usually DoorDash. I find it is a lot of work for very little payoff. Sure. Yes. Even if the meal's good, mm-hmm. like, and maybe this is just like the the nihilism in me coming out, but it's like. I, I am in my mid-30s. I have very little cooking skills, very little kitchen skills, and yet I have been able to sustain life. So sure. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I admire people that enjoy spending, you know, however long it takes to, you know, prep a meal and, and, mm-hmm. and cook it and all that. That's the thing that that fucks me up is the prep. So we ordered around Thanksgiving time, um, Amanda was like, oh, let's do this purple carrot thing. They send you these meat, these uh, pre-packaged things and um, it has all the ingredients and you make make the dish that they give you the, the I almost said instructions, the recipe for. what are What is a recipe if not instructions? We've done this before. We did it with Blue Apron. Yeah. And Blue Apron was easier, but the thing I didn't like about it is all the fucking waste. There's so much waste. Because it gives you, here's the exact amount of uh, vinegar you're going to need. And here's the exact amount of this. And it's this little plastic thing. And you just throw it away. Otherwise, you end up with a shit ton of them in your house. I guess you could wash it really well and donate it. I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do with these things. So we, we tried purple carrot. And it was worse. That they, sounds like a made up version in like a... Uh um, <clears throat> like a movie, yeah, a, who, a TV show or whatever. I can't think of the guy's name now. Uh, Mike Hunt. <laughs> no, who's the uh, the Beavis and Butthead office space? Mike Judge. Mike Judge. That sounds like a Mike Judge creation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was not worth the. I feel like the laugh really got us there. That's true. That we just did. <laughs> um, 
So we did purple carrot and it it was even worse. I felt like there was more waste. Uh, I am sitting there, sitting here like cutting onions and I'm terrible with a knife, cutting onions, smashing up this garlic and dicing it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to fucking do this at all. Like the whole house smells good because I'm cooking. So that's great. Sure. But now I'm twice as exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I need more calories. <laughs> and But that's the it's like when you like I'm going to drive 90 minutes to spend uh 20 minutes at like whatever like wherever your destination is. Like it's just it's not mm. worth it. It's yeah. like if the prep is longer than you get to enjoy the meal and I guess if you include the like 10 hours that the meal sustains life, then maybe that way the yeah, economics yeah. work out. But it's just like, I don't know. And, yeah. The the meals were really good. It was very good, but it just wasn't worth it to me. I'm like, that's great. This is, this is delicious. I don't want to ever make it again. Well, it, and it's like, maybe if it's on the objective scale of like, Oh, this meal was a nine objectively. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it objectively five points more than if it was objectively a four mm-hmm. like 10 minutes after i eat it I, it doesn't matter yeah. like you know what like i'm never just like oh boy that meal yesterday was like it's just it's gone like it's mm-hmm. just gone from the i don't know yeah so yeah yeah we we mostly order food or if if one of us ends up cooking something it's something very simple so is Amanda kind of the same school of thought as you? Yeah, I mean, she's she's in the kitchen less than I am. Yeah, so, yeah. Is it going to be tough for for Han and Lassa to have um, like two bad parents? <laughs> it's it's pretty tough for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've been copying you in in the you sent me a picture of a of a meal you like to eat. It was a tortilla with black beans and an egg and some avocado. Yeah. That's and, all you, you know, need. Salt and pepper, some hot sauce, whatever. Yeah. I've been copying that meal. Yesterday, I made that meal, but in a bowl because I was too lazy to make the tortilla or heat the tortilla. I, can't, I didn't make a tortilla. I've never made a tortilla <laughs> to heat the tortilla. So I just threw it all Wait, in you a bowl. Were too, but you had tortillas. Oh, oh, yeah. We have tortillas. You were too lazy to heat a tortilla. I sat there and made a fucking egg. You fucking, you cranked it out of your own cloaca. <laughs> I cracked an egg and put it on the skillet. Okay. Made that, threw the beans in a, in, in a bowl, put the bowl in the microwave, heated it up. Didn't even heat it up enough. I was like, it put it in there for 30 seconds is not hot enough, but I'm not going to put it back in. Jeez. So. Danny, are you okay? <laughs> no. Help me. I know you. you have had a very long week at work. Um, normally I question if like you, if you're even really employed, but (laughs) it seems like this week you really tried to prove it. Yeah. This, this week has been a fucking hellhole. I hate it, but I also don't want to talk about it. So, well, no week is a bad week that ends with a record of five songs or less. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Should we start that episode? Um, I have one more piece of banter. Start that episode. What do you mean? It's like we're halfway through. This is an absolute isolated 
thought or piece of information. It has nothing to do with what we were talking about and nothing to do with what we're going to talk about. Sweet. <laughs> but for some reason, I can't even remember why, this morning, and it's it's almost noon my time, so it hasn't been, it's been within the past two hours that I had this thought, don't remember how it started. Um, I searched in Spotify <clears throat> the phrase... Smooth Maneuver Hoover. Are you familiar with that phrase? I'm not. You've never heard that phrase. Am I like 90 years old? I think you are. You had the uh, put a little mustard on it quite a while back. That's not it. Okay. It's like if someone does something, you know, clumsy or. Um, yeah, just- it's like smooth move x lax. Yeah, I don't know that I'm familiar with that one. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it, but yeah. th- that one's gross. <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, you trip over your own feet and I would go smooth maneuver, Hoover. Interesting. Oh, I've yeah. never heard that one. Well, apparently no one else has either because there was literally not one result on Spotify. Mm. You would Why think- would anyone name a song that though? Or name a band that or an album? You can say that about... Like that's true any, okay but it, have you never like perused a record store before no i have not like uh well i don't know what the genre is called but um like bad white college rap from like 08 to like 14 or whatever where yeah. like yeah I can absolutely see a, a song being called Smooth Maneuver, or that being the guy's name. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, you know, his name is like, you know, he comes from some, like, New Hampshire family, and his name's like Lexington Hoover or some shit. So so were you looking this up because that's going to be your I do not name? remember. <laughs> yes. It's going to be my rap name. And from it will come my rap game. Oh, there Ooh, see, Hold look on. at that. Write that down. Hmm. The world will never be quite the. <laughs> Just put a pin in that one for now. Come back to that later. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, you're right. The world will never be quite the ellipses. Ooh, good. Nice. Um, anyway, I, I really don't remember why. <laughs> What I saw that triggered that thought. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was some other, like, what I consider, like, a common, like, nothing phrase, you know? Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, I, I will say dibs. Sure. Yeah. Sm- I think I think smooth maneuver hoover is the right type of dumb <laughs> that, like, I could traffic in at some point. <laughs> Sounds like a lyric out of uh, that Bare Naked Ladies song that you brought up earlier. If I had, if I had a car, I would move her. Smooth maneuver Hoover. Yeah, totally. Van. Probably van. If I had a van, I wouldn't move her. Yeah. Okay. She's um, a smooth maneuver Hoover. Yeah. <laughs> Watching X Files with the lights on. Is it with the lights on or with no lights on? I think it's a no lights on, actually. Okay. Oh God. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. <clears throat> let's get into this because um <clears throat> I have been growing increasingly overconfident about mm-hmm. this episode the last couple of weeks, and I, I texted you as much you did. this morning, I think. I believe so. That this this might be the like just most top-to-bottom, rock-solid playlist I have sent you. 
Okay. That is my that well no here's the thing I'm objectively right whether or not you agree is <laughs> sure, like, sure, that's, sure. I that's out of my control. <laughs> so, how did this playlist come together? Perfectly for one. Um, there's a couple songs I was thinking about putting first, um, and I'm ultimately very happy with the the song. What what are you typing? What are you doing? I'm typing in my notes. Don't fucking worry about it. We're done. <laughs> it has to do with the fucking episode. Um, so yeah, so I, I had a couple options for this opening track, and I think normally I I put a song that is maybe chronologically earlier as kind of like an intro song. Not always, okay. but I, I think like yeah. if if I'm at a loss for like any other strong reason to put a song first, I'm like, well, let's put the the old stuff first, and we'll go chronological. Yeah, did not yeah. do that it's, here. It's a good good plan usually. So yeah, so I was just kind of thinking to myself like, ah, well, do I want to put this song first or this song first? And I was kind of like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'm good with ether. That was that was it. That was the. I get it. Okay. I yeah, I get it. I think it might it's actually good. be it might be ether. I don't know, but that doesn't work for the. Oh yeah, I. I thought ether also. I think I think you know space out in the ether, True. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because this is a song about space, probably mm. as much as these songs can be about. Sure. Anything. Sure. So, ether. By Mogwai from Atomic 2016. What's up with this album? It looks like a the cover of the album makes it look like a soundtrack. Is it a soundtrack to something? Do you actually not know? No, I don't know. Okay. That was something I kept telling myself to look up, but I've been really fucking busy at work and I kept forgetting to take more notes. Yeah, so <sighs> once again, if you don't like this episode, please direct all your correspondence to Danny, which is any way you can get a hold of this pod, it's Danny. Um, he's had this playlist for like three weeks. Yes, this is from my soundtrack. Mm. It, it was a uh, a documentary um, okay. about like nuclear physics or something. Okay. Um, I have not seen it. I've just read about it. Um, yeah, it gives me. I mean, every time I listen to it, and especially the last couple of days because I recently watched the uh, music video for it. Mm. Yeah, big documentary energy. Yes, it's B D E. It's big dock energy. Yeah. <laughs> big dock energy. I don't go. know how that wasn't the first thing that you thought of. <laughs> Especially with that music video. I just kept waiting for like Werner Herzog to start talking about something. <laughs> Should I play my German friend again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Werner Herzog be, talking about funny. <laughs> he can't he can't connect to his Wi-Fi. Customer service is shit. Wi-Fi. Because Fi. Uh, that is a Harris Whittles joke. There was a, like an old, God, what year did this come out? The album? No. This has nothing to do you're, with you're, Mogwai. You're, oh, good, good. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Criterion put out uh, this science is fiction films by Jean Penlevy. Payne Levy. Payne Levy. We'll go with Payne Levy. Dibs. <laughs> Hashtag Payne Levy. <laughs> uh, and it was it was similar. It, the me watching the music video made me think of that because uh, footage was similar. It's like all these microscopic kind of things happening. And Yola Tango did the soundtrack, which was probably more boring. Um, but it made me think of that. And this, uh, the Mogwai version of this in my head is it's much, much better. A Yola Tango soundtrack. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. So yes, this is a, this is a soundtrack and they've, they've done quite a few soundtracks or a lot of their stuff appears on soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. As you'd imagine. Um, it's kind of, I feel like post-rock bands, cause we're back in the post-rock world. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, we're going to put out albums and we're going to tour and then when we want to make money, we're going to do a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely see that. I mean, back on the God as an Astronaut episode, we were talking about explosions in the, explosions in the sky and how yeah. often they put out soundtracks. And yeah, Too as I was scrolling often. through the Mogwai discography, there was definitely a few soundtracks on there as well. I mean, it makes sense, especially with like post-rock or post-prog-ish rock or whatever. They're longer songs. They have all these different movements and stuff, so you can easily use uh, parts for different parts of the movie or documentary or whatever it is. So it makes sense. Well, and and I know you're a good boy, so you haven't cheated. But I, I mean, I've I've listened to that album, um, mm-hmm. and it's I guess you can say it's thematically similar, but it's not. You know, it's not six songs of Ether. There's definitely mm-hmm. songs with like different um oh boy i don't i don't want to say all of our our trap words but like different emotions or different energies where it's like oh this is this is a a happier song or more you know energetic song and Mm -hmm. um and it it makes me kind of want to see the movie because i'd be very curious like what this is like what visuals it's accompanying accompanying that is a tough one um I mean, you said, you know, longer songs. This song is only, what, like five and a half or something I like did that? say longer songs, and I was surprised at how short some of these songs were that you gave me. Like right when you opened the playlist? Like or? when I first went through the yeah. playlist, I was expecting everything to be eight to ten minutes at least. I don't think there's any... Oh, there's one song that's like close to nine. Yeah. But again, I'm also not that familiar with Mogwai, but right. usually like post-rock, you're pushing the eight-minute mark at least. One of the things I really like about Mogwai is, I mean, I do like the ethereal, there's three minutes of just kind of like static with maybe like one or two notes going Mm -hmm. on every now and then. I Mm -hmm. do like that stuff. They tend to be fairly structured and their songs are always like kind of progressing to something or like, Mm -hmm. it's not just... um, you know, it's it's not just uh, they don't meander as much maybe as other post rock bands, sure, or other yeah. instrumental bands could. Yeah. Um, but like even with this song, Ether, Ether, <laughs> gosh dang it. Um, so w- one of the Ether things that su- one of the things that surprised me about Esther is <laughs> I was surprised by how short it was after I had been listening to it for a very long time. 
mm-hmm. be like I'm very familiar with this song, and then at some point I like actually saw that it says you know five thirty or whatever it is. Sure. And I was like, it feels longer, and I mean that in a good way, not like oh it takes forever, but like uh-huh. it it does a lot. Yeah. In just five and a half minutes, um, Danny, we we've been talking around the song, mm-hmm. but um. What the fuck do you think about it, bro? So I agree this one could definitely be longer. I like it for the most part. The French horns give me some weird medieval movie that would be an episode of Mystery Science Theater. Okay. So I I love it. (laughs) So I love it. So it's great. Uh, Deathstalker, Um, perhaps? Possibly. Possibly Mm. Deathstalker. Hey, well, the Um, last guy in line stabbed Deathstalker up there. (laughs) So good. So the the French horns bothered me a bit. The the maybe the first half of the song or so, but then it it all kind of starts to blend in as more instruments start coming in. They're they're really good at building. Yeah, their songs where it starts off super quiet with just you know one simple instrument and it kind of builds and builds and builds, uh, and then deconstructs towards the end of the song depending on the song. That was all cool. Of course, when the song gets heavier, that's when I'm there. Right. When Is that about like like three and a half minutes or so? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't last long enough though. That's why I want it to be longer because uh, it gets heavier and there's the tremolo picking or or maybe it's a um, an ebo. I couldn't really tell. That's an electronic bow for those of Ooh. you who don't know. Ooh. Is that is that true? I don't know if that is that true. I don't know what else e would stand for. Okay. <laughs> I was just going from the school of email. Sure. Or yeah. eBay mail. Yeah. Yeah, it could just definitely be longer. I swear I took better notes on this one, and I said... Prove it. I like the blips. <laughs> oh, the... Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop, boop. That part? Yeah. You want to pull it up? Yes. Also, while, while you're pulling that up, I will say, maybe it's because you have more experience in music that is trying to harken back to medieval times <laughs> sure. um which by the way give me any of those bands you motherfucker um <laughs> but i totally i i never thought of the horns in that way i thought of it as again going back to when you thought i was a crazy person for talking about radiohead and seeing the like oh, the yeah, rocket yeah, yeah. blast off and all that stuff i i, I it gets me into that type of frame of mind um, and, and maybe it's also knowing the the album cover and all of that and that it's about science. Yeah, yeah. There was no science in the medieval times. <laughs> none, none whatsoever. See, okay, so that, to me, that sounds like the, like, the birth of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like the this is like the first atoms that are like sparkling and coming to life, and there's a little bit of like light shining on them. Did you find did you find your bleeps? Was that it? Just the bleeps at the I beginning? I think it was just the the bleeps yep. that are that are part of that big um, bang bleeps. Big bang bleeps because it's got the do 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 that part, which is very pretty. Well, I mean, like you said, they're they are really good at building, and they slowly add layers. I certainly would not be opposed to if the like crescendo of the song were were a little bit longer. 
Mm-hmm. But honestly, not until recently when I actually saw the runtime of the track did I even think of that. I never thought while listening to it that it was incomplete mm-hmm. or that there wasn't enough. But I mean, I, th- I think in general, I agree like that. That part's really cool and it pays off in a really good way. And I would just say, just listen to the song again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know? I could just start it. Um, start it over. So th- we could do this with this entire playlist and every other instrumental band that I will inevitably give you. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that idea of like, what do you see or what do you think about when listening? And Danny is shaking his head saying nothing. Nothing. That the entire time, every time I listen to this play playlist and I'm trying to take notes, I'm like, I'm having the exact same problem that I had with God as an astronaut where I like the music and certain parts speak to me more mm-hmm. as far as like when that song, when, when ether, ether, whatever gets heavy, that's the kind of stuff that I like, but I was trying, I was like, what am I picturing while I'm seeing this? And it didn't, it wasn't until like, I was like, okay, this could easily be like a movie soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. It definitely sounds like a soundtrack, but to what? In in your mind, it's like, all right, let me picture what the movie is. And it's just literally them playing the song and you're like, oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, the first fucking video I, I watched, I typed in Mogwai Ether into YouTube and it was yeah. like a live video with the music video behind them. And so the, that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> and then so, I watched the music video and then I'm like, oh, this is documentary music. Okay, now I get it. Huh. This is. This I'm is too tough. stupid, Dante. No, 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 no. Like, this is really, really interesting because I think in some ways this means, I mean, this means, what the fuck do I know? But like, okay, it makes me wonder. Okay, here, here's just a question for you. What type of art, like, and I know, I know it's music because I know you love music, but like, I know. I guess it seems like you are processing at least this type of music in a very like literal way. Like this is what they're playing, and this is what it sounds mm-hmm. like. And mm-hmm. and but and, and please, please, please do not take this as an insult. And so, like you can certainly expand on my perception of how you're <laughs> processing this music. But like it, it seems like you you listen to the music and you process it on like somewhat of a just l- objective, literal like surface level. Like this is what it is. And yeah, so, a bit. Right. And so is there a type of art that moves you in a way like kind of beyond that, if that makes sense? Honestly, lyrics <laughs> to music. Okay. Because I'll, I'll sit there and like look at the lyrics and try to think, you know, you can take everything literally as you do when it comes to lyrics, but you can also look at the, try to piece together the metaphors or you know, what the different types of meanings are. And the same thing with like film. When I was really into like watching art films and stuff like that, kind of watching those on a basic, basic level and then trying to watch it again and think about different meanings of, of of things and uh, stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know. Some reason, every time I listen to this playlist, I found myself having to keep going, oh, wait, no, I got to pay attention to this. Like I kept wait, that's, noting off. That's that's 
perfect though. But I was just like started thinking about my day or started just concentrating on what I was doing. It's great. I've multiple times I was like, fuck, I want to listen to more Mogwai songs so that I can listen to this while I'm working. Right. Listen to this while I'm trying to take a nap or something like that. I mean, I think it doesn't make my, it doesn't make my mind like overwork or like think too much about things. Right. Like, because they're very good at staying like even in any of these songs that got heavier um it was never like pay attention to me heavy like a like a sick riff or something like that Mm -hmm. it was just it went up here and now it's back down here and Mm -hmm. now it's in the middle like that kind of thing it all Um, kind of like blends and when like each new movement is only like maybe one standard deviation away it's not like jumping someplace crazy and also i know I know music fans that standard deviation is a is a music term that is totally good to use. Totally sure, makes I, sense. Makes sense to me. On the bell curve of this song. <laughs> but the okay, the the fact that you cuz I don't think it's an insult to Mogwai or this type of music to say that you zone out. Yeah. During a song or think about other things. I think for me cuz that totally happens. I I will I played this playlist in my office a lot. And mm-hmm. so that's like, how long was this playlist? Like 25, 30 20, minutes? Yeah, 25, 30 minutes, something like that. And I would play it a couple times a day. And it's just like, I have to get this paperwork done. I have to shoot off these emails. And I'm not actively then thinking about the birth of the universe. <laughs> but it does kind of set a a tone or a mood. And like, I'm, like I mean like an emotional tone almost. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Playing this type of music versus if I was playing um, a super high energy pop punk playlist, that's going <laughs> to set different like emotional tones in my office. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, so I guess maybe with especially with something without lyrics, you're not looking for an objective. What are they trying to make me feel, or what are they telling me? Mm-hmm. It's just like this is the the range of where I'm going to be. For the next half hour, you know? Sure, sure, sure. And and so yeah, maybe it's like, how do you choose to use the music or what do you want it to do for you? Mm-hmm. Do you think Lindsay thinks we're smart? No. <laughs> I don't think anyone thinks we're smart. Um, hi, Lindsay. <laughs> I don't. Um, Say hi. Say hi to her. Hello, Lindsay, Oxford. Thank you. Well, oh, hey, 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 hey. Her name's on the article. That is linked on our link tree. I know. I'm just saying, I, I think at this point we can just call her Lindsay. Oh. She's the Lindsay of the pod. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But overall, this song and the last song were the two songs that I had to remember to pay attention to. Okay. The middle three, there was more in there for me, for my simple little brain to go, ooh, ooh, look at that. Like that. And did you did you think of that as like, an issue? No, I don't have a, I couldn't say any of these was like my least favorite or I never want to listen to them again. It, those were just the two that like I had to force myself to make sure I paid attention versus the other three. Uh, I could pay attention easily and take notes on a little more easily because of parts of the music, because it didn't make me, it didn't make my mind like settle down, which is exactly what I fucking need right now it just kept me interested because stuff was happening in the song that 
that um, made me latch on to things. But your mind was able to settle down in the first and last song. Yeah. Interesting. I'm I'm curious, and I is there a is there a psychologist of the pod? We out really there? need to get a fucking psychologist or something on here next time we do a post metal band or a post rock band. I mean, yeah, I'd be very and, curious and talk about this kind of shit. Yeah, I I think my my totally ignorant analysis or whatever <laughs> is I I wonder if you are just more engaged with your surroundings at any like your baseline level of like literal engagement to like your surrounding world is like mm-hmm. higher and so you're more like i don't know either like trained to or wanting to perceive things objectively or or this is a so b rather yeah. and i wonder if i'm just like but I sure would like to be anywhere else, but uh, in my reality, <laughs> take me away, Scottish prog rockers. Yeah, I I don't know, but but like, cause I I totally um, what you said about the first and last songs, like having your mind wander. I'm like, yeah, that sounds that's all I want. Like, <laughs> like I don't want my like brain to be like working like in the here and now. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it's like something we are we're actively striving for. We're striving for different things, or we're just naturally wired mm-hmm. to, or maybe not naturally wired, but um, subconsciously, you know, seeking certain engagement or certain escapes or releases or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, is this making sense to anybody out there? Please, I don't know. Give us a call. Please DM Lindsay. <laughs> she seems uh, to be more capable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little smarter. Um, this is really good music for me to put on when I can't sleep. And there were a couple times recently where I wanted to listen to more than just this playlist because of that. And I tried putting on God as an astronaut, mm-hmm. and that did not work. Because why? Because there's too there was too much happening. Yeah. It didn't let my mind settle. Because I was like, who's another post-rock band that Dante has introduced me to? Oh, yeah. God is an astronaut. And I put on their second album, I think. And I listened to like half of the first song. I was like, nope, I got to listen to something else. I got to listen to something more boring. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Well, on that note, let's get... I need um, God is an astronaut. uh, Too much of a wet fantasy for me. I I really need a dry fantasy. It's always really good when setting up your pun to like um, explicitly state the exact opposite using one of the words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you so you use it again. Yep. 
<laughs> Did you have one written down for this already? Nothing great, but... What you got? Hit me with something. <sighs> so I literally just have this phrase, so I now have to figure out how to get there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so even though I'm single and um, I, I bitch about it on every pod, I'm, I'm trying to become a father. And so I've been going to the... Um, what is it called? Fertility clinic? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I have to produce some samples. Okay. Um, but I was having some trouble, just the very, you know, the the kind of cold clinical nature sure, of, sure. of the office. And the doctor was telling me, you know, hey, well, you know, you can just... It's, it's a good idea to just think of whatever you want. Like, you don't need anything but what's in your mind. And I just wasn't understanding. And so I said, Doctor, why fantasy? <laughs> Honestly, yours might have been better. <laughs> so this... Uh, it's I, a new song. It's, it's a very new song. Um, not their newest, though. I don't know they if you They have a whole saw. album full of new songs. They got a whole damn album that they put out eight days ago. Yeah, which one I of them has the word Sacramento in it. I was wondering when and if you were going to yell at me. for Why didn't you give me the song that says Richie Sacramento? It's in my notes. It says, too bad the song with Sacramento in the title wasn't out in time for the playlist. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't seem like you'll be interested in a follow-up, so I think <laughs> we'll be okay. So I, I'm obviously curious about your thoughts on this song, because when this song came out, it took me a little while to come around to. Mm-hmm. But now I absolutely love it. I was surprised that a new song ended up on the playlist. Because, I mean, it hadn't been out for that long, right? Maybe no, it was last... Weeks? When did I give you this playlist? In, like, fucking January? I mean, it, well, it came out in 2012. Or 2012. <laughs> this was part They've of the John They've been sitting on this Cusack. one for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it, it is a newer song and, and they, this is a band that's been around for like 25 years. So it'd be mm-hmm. very easy to just like load up on all of the, the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the song was at least available on Spotify since like October. Oh, has it been? The, oh, okay. Okay. I think so. I didn't know that. They're not a band that I follow closely. So of course I didn't, but that's cool. I, it's cool to have like a new song, especially for a band that's been around for so long too. Because, yeah, I, d- I did expect to get a bunch of stuff from, like, the 90s, probably, on the playlist. These are their best songs. I don't think I... Yeah, I gave you nothing from the 90s. Um, I think... They, I mean, they're mostly, like, an... Like, they kind of came into their own or started, like, putting out that's albums true. in the they're early That's true. They're kind of 2000s. an band. Yeah. Um, yeah, but earliest I mean, they, you gave me a 2001. Um, is that or true? Actually, the last one I think be 2000 because it Because it's on a... Yeah, I think that's 2000 on okay. the dot. On the dot, January 1st, 2000. <laughs> Actually, uh, no spoilers, but from the name of this song, came out a year early. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay. I know things. Yeah, you do. Dry Fantasy off of the album As Love Continues. Have you listened to the album? It's out now. I haven't, no. You call yourself a fan. Well, I've just been listening to the playlist so much. You've you just been listening to that Weezer album over and over again. <laughs> That's right. I cannot cannot get it out of my 
CD player. So, again, not knowing much about the band, not really hearing that much from them before, I don't think I realized that they used electronics. And that really stood out on this song. There's obviously electronics on the last song we just talked about, but it really stood out. All the different layers, again, at the, at the intro are very cool. Today, this morning, I was listening to this playlist, um, thinking about after thinking about the last song and how it's got uh, BDE. And then this song, there's certain instruments or sounds from instruments that they're using that have like, it, it could easily- I know exactly, been, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Okay, okay. It could have been used- in the scenes in Lost in Translation, not oh okay. When Scarlett Johansson goes to like the temples and stuff, it's got like white guys trying to bring some Asian sound into music. Yes, uh, okay, it's okay. Got those those vibes. So I, what were yeah? What were you gonna say? My second note. Maybe this will get me in trouble. <laughs> maybe this will get you in trouble. You never know. Because uh, not exactly lost in translation, I wrote, it has a Chinese vibe to the main melody. And I I, I was trying to be specific. Mm-hmm. Like uh, It's I, better than saying oriental. <laughs> yeah, let's get, let's get my grandpa on the podcast. Um, <laughs> do, do you specifically think it's, um, it sounds more Japanese? Honestly, I don't know enough about the different instruments from different locations, so I don't know. Uh, Lost in Translation was just was just the first thing that came to my head. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he, here's what mm. I want to say, and I am like I'm fine with saying that. Yeah, my my knowledge of Chinese music and the the history and progression of Chinese music is that my knowledge of not of that is not uh, great. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like just the that specific like main melody, um, the what is it called the uh, the scale or whatever that they use, reminds me a lot of music I've I've heard that that yeah that I I associate with China and so I'm I and the reason I said Chinese vibe was not because because I didn't want to say Asian vibe because <laughs> that's like a third of the world like yes yeah you know. Um, and so, anyway, um, let's put this on our Twitter. Let's have a poll. Who gets canceled for this section of the pod? Yes. But anyway, I, I guess I'll just finish by saying this. Your point is taken. Okay, okay. Uh, overall, I did like this song, though. There's There are some good elements in there. The distorted drums when the drums come in. kind of a layer of distortion over them which is really nice uh, i also say hi there's i really like the quiet high pitch synthy sound again no timestamp. the fuck is wrong with you danny oh well, you don't care about the pod right right yeah there's so many good layers to that they yeah. i'm not nearly as big uh an electronic fan as you are 
but mm-hmm. I really I feel like Mogwai really harnesses it in like the like they put the right amounts they they just yes. like use it in the right way which yeah yeah I dig it um, so listening to that now and maybe I was thinking of a different part again I did not put a timestamp in my notes because I'm an idiot uh, it actually sounded like uh, there was a guitar uh, that was kind of a high pitched had a bit of a synthy sound to it a little bit but I think it was actually a guitar. Just super quiet, layered in the back there, probably the sixth layer of thing that's that's included in there. And they just keep they keep adding layers on like four. I've have four minutes into the track. It's almost over and they're still putting new layers on there as they're taking things away. Um, I also wrote triplet rhythm hat sound. What's that, Dante? Can you explain <laughs> that to me? Um, I think you're talking about the. Like in that part, you're just playing the hi hat. It's going like like that, that like triplets on the hi hat. Yeah. I hate myself. Um, but play it again. Okay. We mind playing that again. I I do want to hear those hi hats again. And it's right at the four minute mark. So this is where I I did put a timestamp for this. such a vibe like i could just sit there and and go like this to that song i'm just like kind of not it describe me dante describe what i'm doing um he's sort of transfixed he's just kind of staring into the middle distance eyes not really focused on anything head is bobbing both back and forth but a little bit side to side mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's his that next triplet. gonna be sore. It's that triplet it yeah. kind of makes you go like you're going like this, and then, oh, all of a sudden. <laughs> we, go, we really got to record these and, and put a video on YouTube just so how well, stupid I can try to we desc- are. I can try to describe Danny's kind of like, he's just like bobbing his head to the music, and then he kind of shakes his head like a like a fly was like buzzing too close, and he kind of has to like shake it off. Like, yeah, that's, that's that triplet right there. I got to say, just for the sake of transparency uh, to our fans, um, this is the fifth time we have tried to talk about this song because Danny didn't feel good about um, his reference to Lost in Translation. So he tried again with, um, he said it reminded him of um, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> he didn't like that. And then he said, well, what about the Darjeeling Limited? And I was like, I, I never saw it, so I don't really know. Then he, then he said Platoon, which, <laughs> oh boy. And then he said Beverly Hills Ninja, which was like... <laughs> Did you see the movie? Like, I would love to think about Chris Farley during these songs, but I don't think that works either. So I would, and, I would love if I had any video editing skills. I would take. A, I'm sure that movie has a montage in it. I've never seen it, but I'm. I would bet money that it has a montage in it. Take the music out of the montage, put Dry Fantasy in its place. It would fit perfectly. I believe there is a montage in Beverly Hills Ninja. Of course, there is. And I believe a lot of it involves uh, Chris Rock and a chicken. It has been probably 20 years. I honestly didn't know Chris Rock was in that movie. Yeah, well, you're not a film buff like me, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I do want to play a, a part of this song. Because as, as we 
Um, as we rightfully celebrate Mogwai's use of electronics, I do want to draw attention to the bass. Mm -hmm. The bass really gets a chance to shine on some of these songs, and that it's an instrument that so often gets like just buried in the background. Yes, um, and it's it's, it's an honestly instrument. the last instrument I was ever able to hear when listening to music. Right. And it, it's one of those, like, often it's an instrument that maybe you notice if it's not there, but you yes. don't notice when it is there. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I want to draw attention to the bass here. There's a couple songs in this playlist that I really enjoy the bass. And uh, Midway Through Dry Fantasy, this is at, like, 238. Yeah. That um, slide, man. The slide every time. Yeah. Boom. 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 Oh. It's good. <laughs> it's good. So like like we talked about with uh, Ether, I feel like any of these songs could go on indefinitely and they would still yes. be good. Um, and this one definitely has has that feel to it. Um, but yeah, I'm... This is a song that I probably would not like. I know I would not like as much if we were not doing this podcast. So, mm, okay. So yeah, I'm glad I got to spend extra time with this song. Because um, when I first listened to it, I was like, "Ooh, very electronic." So it's not like immediately, like it's not pandering to me. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. like, but I was like, I know Danny. I know what he likes. So I'm going to give this, you know, more of a shot. And I'm really glad I did. Yeah. Agreed. It was a very, very good song. All right. The third song on the playlist. Uh, Danny, um, you, we're both cat people. Got Is that one fair right to say? Over there. Oh, there you go. I, I got one right up there getting some sun. Mm, um, because I love cats so much, I, I do some work in the community. Um, a the lot of people. What do you mean? <laughs> Continue. The community? Yes. Please continue. Wait. Community? Ooh. <laughs> Worse? Cat cat community? <laughs> we just bastardized this till it's like <laughs> you can't even figure out what the original word was. Cat meowner. Um, so there was already too many people in the town who were thankfully um donating and and spending their time to help uh, fix feral cats okay. because obviously we want to okay. control the, the stray cat population. Agreed. What I realized was, well, if, if you fix this cat at, you know, a year old or whatever, mm -hmm. hopefully they still have a, a very long life ahead of them. It must be hard to navigate most of your life losing, you know, the, uh, the ability to, to procreate um, and we realized that that could, that cats could, could suffer mentally from that. And so I've been spending a lot of time counseling female cats who have been fixed and helping them, um, to, to still be able to enjoy fulfilling love lives. 
Okay. Um, and so I have taken on a new job title. And so after some of these sessions, the cats, the cats, the cats will tell me, thank you, spay sexpert. sessions with these cats i mean it, it, it's just talk therapy and you know it's, it's very very professional and um a lot of cats especially the ones that grow up on the streets they are not as easily able or sometimes willing to get in touch with their feelings okay um and so no hey it's okay that you're worried about not being able to bear children for the cat you love, but that doesn't mean you are not worthy of love and worthy of a happy sex life. And we talk about how that that is still possible, even though they are unable to procreate. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing you're doing, Dante. <laughs> Thank you. I know. So, Danny, what do you think about the song? Thank you, space expert from 2008. The hawk is howling. Do you think the hawk is howling as it's going down to snatch up one of your feral cats? Danny, can I talk to you off mic for a second? <laughs> sure, sure. Is it not? That's not funny. Um, also, I don't know how how much a hawk can lift, but um, it has crossed my mind that is potentially what happened to my last cat, Mike. Oh. Uh, but he was he was a big boy, so I don't know that he would be. Mm-hmm. You necessarily be the target, but I do not want that uh, image in my head. You son of a bitch. Okay. Okay. All right. Back on mic. Back on. Thank you. I accept. I accept. I accept. And I love you. Okay. Back on mic. This song was good. This song was very good. This is, uh, so far, this is the first song I really, in italics, like. Italics. Because it sounds a little darker, at least toward the beginning. Kind of yeah. loses that that darkness uh, about halfway through or so, yep. um, which is totally fine. Speaking of the bass in the last song, bass chords at the beginning, very, very nice. I was watching a live video of them playing it, and I don't know if the bass wasn't plugged in, maybe it was too <laughs> quiet, maybe the audio quality of the video I was watching on YouTube was just a little too poor, but I could not hear the bass chords, and I shut the fucking thing off because I loved them. There's bass chords happening at the beginning, a lightly plucked guitar, a quiet rhythm. Those are some good ingredients. Those are things I like. I am I'm relieved. I mean, you you kind of started this with a backhanded compliment. The only song you really like. Oh, you know? oh no, I mean like really like like oh this one's getting. Okay, all right, shut your yeah. camera off. <laughs> Um, cause my, my first note about this and I texted you this maybe a week ago or so, uh-huh. I, I just wrote, I know you're going to say something dumb about this song, 
No riffs, too boring. But I'm glad that's not the case. song in particular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I I guess that just means your stupid ass wrong opinion is still to come. (laughs) I feel like my stupid ass wrong opinion was of the first song. But... Um... No, that that was more a like a matter of like philosophical differences and the the emotional needs that we do not know we need or understand mm-hmm. why we need them. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to get the psychologist on here. Yes, we do. But no, I, I just thought I I thought this maybe would be a little too meandering for you. No, no. This one was was great. I gotta find a part again. Did not write down a time code, mm-hmm. but it says it's toward the beginning. So okay, <laughs> we're gonna li- we're gonna listen for a rhythm break. ASMR. All smiles, Mogwai rocks. <laughs> uh, should have put a second of thought into that. Are you still right. listening for your rhythm break? No, this is the rhythm break. Oh. So is this a good time to say I don't know what a rhythm break is? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's an actual term, but it's okay. <laughs> I was referring to I don't know if rhythm break is an actual term, but I was referring to when the rhythm section, specifically referring to the percussion, mm-hmm. ceases to make any noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, There's, good use of ceases. Yes. Um, I okay. I was I was giving you, I guess maybe more credit because you actually do know music things. Oh, okay. um, so I was. No, like, I make things up all the time, don't I? <laughs> That's because you're so creative. Uh, yeah. I just like that that happens pretty early in the song. We were at 2.45 and that started around, I think, one and a half or 1.45. They're building the song, right? They've got the bass chords, then a little guitar comes in, then a rhythm guitar, and then the drums start to come in. And the drums stop and it just quiets down a bit and then it jumps back up eventually. I can't remember when it starts coming back, but... I just liked that progression that they were going on, how it starts to get, it starts to build and then comes back down and stays at this quiet, like soothing part for just a couple minutes or a minute. I wonder how meticulous their songwriting process is. And, and this goes for maybe all good post-rock bands. Because when listening to it, if it's a good song, everything just like so naturally flows from mm-hmm. one part to the other. The, you know, the the next instrument comes in at the right time, mm-hmm. um, all of that stuff. So like, it could seem like oh, it was just very like we were just kind of jamming out, and then you know we we got the like 
you know, the the basic structure or progression of the song, and then we kind of cleaned it up? Or is it like very, very like written down? Like, you know, these are musical, you know, geniuses. I mean, maybe that's too strong of a word, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder if it's, um, because it could be very, very like specifically written out, like, mm-hmm. or it could be, yeah, let's kind of mess around with this for a while and see where we go. Yeah, composed versus yes, thank you. jamming it out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see this band being more of the mindset of writing, uh, sitting down and, and actually composing yeah. the, the different parts of their songs, the movements and things. Yeah. I, I, th- I don't know if this is the part you were talking about, but I have a, a part queued up where it, it does kind of pick up. And um, I believe my note, yes, my note is, hmm that piano melody. scrub ahead a little bit i you can correct me but i believe there might be like some xylophone towards the end of this song i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised Yeah, I I mean that uh, I'm not musically well versed enough to like I mean I I know this isn't like easy music to write. I know this I I'm 99% sure this isn't like prog rock by numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like whatever the formula is, I feel like they do everything in in the right amounts. It's never like, oh, there was way too much of this and they could have dialed this back. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like they really have a, a super balance in, in, cause there's a lot of parts in these songs and a lot of instruments. A lot of and it's, 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 oh God. I'm just going to say it. They're good. <laughs> Come at me, cancel culture. <laughs> I like Mogwai. I'm not afraid to say it. <sighs> are they prog rock? Wikipedia says no. I mean, it doesn't say no, but it doesn't have prog rock listed. <laughs> the fuck? It just says no. <laughs> post rock, instrumental rock, space rock. I don't post know. rock. Did I say prog rock? I meant post rock. Yeah, you, you've said prog. Have I been saying it all episode? Uh, a couple times. And you said it when you gave me the band as well. You're going to get canceled oh. for calling them. You're just like those. You're just like all those Beverly Hills and ninjas, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't know either. But if, if I would have said you were like those crazy rich Asians, that would have been the end of me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you're not going to get canceled for liking Mogwai. You're going to get canceled for calling them prog rock. 
But now you're going to get canceled for uh, referencing Beverly Hills Ninja. So this song, I have in my notes, this song is nice. It's a nice breath of fresh air. It's slow. I it, I keep waiting. I kept waiting for it to like get huge. Mm-hmm. But there's so much restraint in this song. It's lovely. Nice. Yeah, it's like a nice... It's like a nice walk, this song. Yes. And I and it's I don't believe it is a sad song. It it has probably more so of either. a happy or hopeful energy to it. Yeah. It's but I did write it's a music to cry to. But I I don't th- it's not like a not in an emo way, just as in right, a in like a, a I needed this. Yeah. Mm. I needed this or goddamn this beautiful scene in front of me as I'm walking is beautiful and it makes me want to cry. Yes. Yes. The, the look at that sunset, the, the weight of the true beauty of the world is too much for me right now. Mm -hmm. And it's also everything I need. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Space expert. Space expert. (laughs) <laughs> that too so um yeah so it was nice is that kind of your closing, closing that's thoughts? kind of my closing thought on that one it's a beautiful song it really and is and i want to i'm probably going to listen to that whole album nice all right are you ready for song four song four the sequel to blurs song two mm-hmm. um Even numbers only <clears throat> So this song from 2001, um, even though like some of their music is, you know, like, thank you, Space Expert. Well, you have to you have to fly to get to space. Um, Their Mogwai is actually against all air travel. They only tour by by train or by boat. Mm -hmm. Um, They are morally opposed to human flight. So this song is about how humans should be earthbound and never should have taken to the sky. Mm-hmm. But about a century ago, Orville and Wilbur forever ruined that. It's called Two Rights Make One Wrong. the title of the song this entire time and you still didn't know where I was going? <laughs> nope. So Danny, this... I could have made the mistake of putting this song first on the playlist. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it's a good opener um, for a, a playlist because it is so long. 
Um, but this is the song that started it all for me. Oh, nice. How did this song sit with you? This song sat with me pretty well. I need to find another song that the intro guitar reminds me of. So give me one second here. Okay. Is it going to be story of the year again? <laughs> no. I knew it was going to be some good, like whispery. Oh yeah, oh yeah, singing. Um, I mean, I, I can kind of hear where it's like the the like the the bass note changes. It. I mean, um, it, it's it's not at all the same. The Mogwai part is actually a little simpler, but as far as like the tone of the guitar and the pickiness of it, and yeah, that one bass yeah. note, uh, it instantly made my my mind go to. That Juliana Theory song, the closest oh. thing. Um, are they on the list? They are. I would. I'd be okay with that. Oh, I thought you were going to say you could. You could. You could bump that. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I only listen to. Hey there. I know it's hard to feel. Um. So it made me think of that instantly. Um. <laughs> I'm so glad you remember that song. <laughs> Thanks, Dante. Thanks. Then, so I'm like, oh, okay, Juliana Theory. And okay, I've, this is how this went. I've got two headphones in. They're AirPods. I know this isn't, I've got a cord here, but imagine the cord's not there. It's AirPods. Okay. 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 I'm sitting here listening to it. Okay. Oh, yeah, Juliana Theory. What, what, what is happening? What, what? The panning. Back and forth, the stereo panning. It's going this way, this way, this way, back and forth. So unsettling. <laughs> Danny is a big mono guy. <laughs> big mono guy. Um, That's another band you can give me if uh, if you're a fan of them. The Mr. mono guys? Rock. The mono guys. <laughs> yeah, the mono guys. Who? Who are you talking about? Mono. I don't know him. Oh, you should probably I'll, listen to him. Yeah, I'll write him down. <laughs> yeah. Um... Again, going back to the matter at hand here, the lyrics for Ohio is for Lovers by Hawthorne Heights <laughs> and and singing them singing them to your lover as as uh, they they attempt to climax. Um, you can also sing the beginning of the chorus because he says, I can't make it on my own. So she's asking for your help. Well, <laughs> this whole song, wait, this whole song is just about specifically you fucking keep rolling on and on slow thing down or slow things down or speed them up not enough or way too much how are you when i'm gone and probably better is i guess yeah what we can absolutely infer i can't make it on my own yeah, <laughs> yeah. i could i could definitely make it on my own so yeah is this from the point of view of our our lovers yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. All right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that that is it for the Hawthorne Heights section of the pod. Thank um, God. You brought it up. I know I did. I'm a fucking bastard. Anyway, the the panning back and forth when you're wearing headphones is very unsettling. So Mogwai, if you're listening, <laughs> don't do are. that again. Shut. Get, get out. 
it's it's unsettling. I felt like I was going to pass out every time. <laughs> I had to turn it down every time what, it gets well, to that what's, part. What's the, the time stamp? Like seconds into the song? Oh, ju- just that beginning intro part. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll do it. Well, okay, is it going to... Is it going to... Yeah, but it's not going to fucking pan for me. <laughs> Why not? Okay, play it in... Yeah, play it in your headphones. Okay. You're not going to be able to hear this unless we that's, go on watch together. But. That's okay. Okay. I'm going to check our socials. If Danny all of a sudden looks elated, I'll know we got a like. <laughs> okay, here we go. Nothing on <clears throat> Facebook. So it's all on the left headphone to start. The left can as they say in the biz. Are you talking about the like the like weird vocals? The part that's going back and forth. It's like panning back and forth this way this way this okay, way. Okay. I I just paused it. Danny, I know what panning is. Kind of seems like you don't. I'm well, I don't hear any panning right now. Oh. <laughs> are those are those mono headphones? Wait, what about now? Is this working? Is it panning? My, um, if we ever get a, if we ever do a video pod, I am just going to be the guy who continually doesn't know how equipment works. Earlier, just to make Danny giggle, when he was playing me something, <laughs> when he was playing me something off his phone, I, I uh, leaned my ear into the mic to hear it better. Um, it, it got maybe a smirk. Um <laughs> Okay, so I am. I mean, I'm 30 seconds into the song and I don't hear panning. Well, your your headphones are broken. Then you don't hear it like going back and forth. So it starts all on the left, and then it and then it builds, and then there's more in the right. But it's it's not like I don't hear this like drastic like. Maybe it's all in my head. Like funeral for a friend said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 You want to listen to that song? Uh, just an update for everyone. Uh, we've received one more like on our <laughs> Instagram from Rad Dad's Show. Shout out to Rad Dad, Rad Dad's Show, another podcast. Um, I was just I was searching for our our profile on Instagram, and I think I just forgot because I, I wrote two, T-W-O, at first. <laughs> two songs maybe, or less. May, may, ooh, not a bad idea. <laughs> that's that's the Patreon. That's like the 30-minute version. Yeah. Um, it must be because of the song. Okay, let's see. Ooh, total of three likes. Rad Dads, The Accordion Podcast, and John Kelly. This isn't the John that worked at the record store, is it? It is. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't recall that guy at all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were up in Eureka at that point or something. This guy for sure would have not liked me. <laughs> no, he's a super likable, nice guy. No, 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 no. I'm sure of that. I'm sure I would have liked him. Oh, uh, one of those situations. Okay, so you know all those words you just said about him? A super likable, nice guy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you describe myself the same way to John? I would. Oh, well, you're a bad judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I, I don't hear the panning. I will... I'll. Th- this is on YouTube right now. I'll listen to you on Spotify. Maybe that'll be... Possibly. Diff- different. 
Um, though I, I do see, I do hear like some like stereo dynamics going on on the YouTube version, just not quite what I'm not having the same experience you were. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to put a pin in this cause I got to pee so bad. Okay. Okay. That's, okay. I can do that too. Okay. Bye. <laughs> it's not a contest. <laughs> Smaller than a thumb. <laughs> Wanted to see where Godzilla's tail was. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I put pills in my mouth and then was like, Oh, it's so showing my shirt. <laughs> And I'll just, I'll just be able to, I can savor the flavor of the pills, which are always good. Yeah. So I just showed you the shirt I was wearing. Yes. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, no new updates on our social media. Oh, fuck. We did, um, through the discord channel that I'm in with some other podcasters, David from Jimmy Eat Pod. Listen to that podcast. If you like Jimmy Eat World, he said, I love your theme so much. And I said, our normal theme or the bonus episode we just released. Either way, thank you. Did he mean the theme of the pod or like the theme song? Ooh, I didn't think of that. Wait, so you assumed he meant like just what our pod just is the about? the theme of the podcast. I thought he enjoyed our podcast, but probably not. I think it's <laughs> most likely not. <laughs> it peaks right after the theme song. It's not that high of a peak. It's more of a hill. We'll see what he says. I'll keep you posted. <clears throat> it's fine. I'm right. Um... I'm glad you you mentioned Godzilla because because uh, yeah because I'm glad. I'm gonna write that down. Circle it. What was I watching? I was watching. There is some. Stop looking at your phone. I'm reading the notes of the thing we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. Save it, bubbly bitch. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm Brittany bitch. I'm <laughs> I'm bubbly bitch. It's bubbly it's, bitch. It's bridge. Br- it's bubbly bitch. <laughs> I fucking said bridge. Oh, we're so stupid. Yeah. All right. Keep. What were you gonna say? Anyway, well, back to this band, these bubbly Brits. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Fuck, I don't remember. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, is there like some big like science fiction movie that's like coming out or being like promoted right now? Because I feel uh, like I. Well, I, I know, know I just saw something, like a, like a preview or something. But anyway. They, whatever the title was, mm-hmm. the A's just look like this, right? Okay, okay, yeah. And I'm like, that's, if you are a graphic designer or whatever, all you do when you are designing something for science fiction is you take out the cross for the A and you're yeah, like, that's yeah. all, that's it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I noticed it once and now I'm tired of it. You noticed that once and you're like, thanks, space expert. Exactly. This... Yeah, is no longer functional on most of those cats. <laughs> I hope his chest is burning with bubbles. It See, giggles through, giggles through the sip. Yeah, old giggle sip over there. All right, what were we talking about before I had to go relieve myself? Two rights make one wrong, referring to the invention of flight. So this is this song is more of what I expected to hear as far as post rock is concerned, or or maybe prog rock if you're Dante. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I fucked up. I'm sorry. But, I, I just P rock. <laughs> P rock. Uh, they do it really well though. Why did I not write any? At some point, they go to double time <laughs> ride. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's double time. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. It sounds really good. Again, no time code. There's a horn that comes in and it sounds like Midwest emo and I love it. 
the horns are such a good touch. Horns are great. It totally makes me think of some sort of Midwest emo American football song that might have a horn on it. So yeah, the horn is great. The double time ride is excellent. Every time they they this one builds and builds and builds and they they're like, "You want another instrument? All right, we'll give you another <laughs> instrument." And every time they drop another instrument in there, I'm like, so good. It's so good. This and song Not only oh, are yeah. there a lot of instruments, instruments, maybe some of these, some of these, whatever it might be, guess what else is in this song? Electronics? Voices. Oh, sure. I think it's the only one that has any um, vocal effects on it. Well, yeah, there's there's the ones at the very beginning um, that sound just like alien baby talk. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what it sounds like through the whole song. Whenever the voices are there, it just sounds like... Yeah. Some sort of cat noise, maybe? Alien, an alien feline species asking for help. Mm-hmm. During that part with the horns that we were just playing, mm-hmm. um, within that, the, the horns are kind of definitely the main focus there. But fuck, man, the bass shines again. Yeah, it, it's it's always doing something interesting that that I really like. Um, and yeah, then this gives us a chance to talk stupidly about music again. Yay! So the the hi hat is so fucking good. It's simple. I made it more complicated in my head because mm-hmm. I'm not very I'm not a good drummer. Um, but the hi hat is so good in this song. I think I can go pretty much to just any part in the beginning and and, and find it. Here we go. This is at the one minute mark. That pattern. Mm-hmm. So it's the song is in four four, mm-hmm. which was kind of surprising when I realized that because the hi hat pattern is uh, it's one two three four five one two three four one two three four one two three and then it starts over again. So it's still like sixteen, mm. yeah. But th- they just break it up in a cool way. So that the repetitive guitar intro. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it's. It's not really an intro. It's kind of yeah, what drives the, the song. Entire time. Yeah, I love stuff like that when it's just like, this is gonna drive the song, mm-hmm. and we're gonna add and take away all these other things that play off it. But that and the drums, with that pattern that I'm too impressed by, <laughs> like that that immediately like locks me in mm-hmm. to like, okay, this is this is what I'm gonna be like attached to the whole way. And we'll stray a little bit left and right, but never so much that like you feel lost. Yeah, um, which I think is really hard to do in a. It's like a nine-minute song. Yeah. Right now, granted, the, the last couple minutes kind of deviate from like like you said early, like it deconstructs, like it mm-hmm. almost it dissolves. It does. Um, and and they keep it going though, and they bring in like the last minute or minute and a half or something. They bring in a banjo in. All of a sudden, which is pretty cool. I wasn't expecting to hear any banjo. Dante's going to play something. 
And then we get into like the cool like chanting or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Scotland. Do you think uh, for that little part that I keep going like this to? Boring. Boring. <laughs> Do you think they um, they got the guy from L1011 to come in and make that sound? Yeah. Um, what the fuck's his name? But yes, they did. Clearly. Mm -hmm. I got to stop eating this cookie. Every, um, every time I heard that, that sound, though, I was like, L1011. Yeah, this song fucking rules. Um. <laughs> yeah, this was my favorite song. The Thank You Space Expert is really good too. It was a nice it's a nice midway song. This song is more of what I expected. It's longer. This one was just my favorite. Okay. Are we are we ready? I I don't know if this is my favorite song because I feel like that means the first song I really liked of theirs, like I never like grew past that. Mm -hmm. But it is just like they do like they execute this song perfectly. Horns, bass, banjo, uh, band. So you know what? It's L10 funny. I, I didn't know it was a band. I thought like this sounds like a banjo, but I thought if I said it was a banjo, I'd end up being stupid. <laughs> but in, in my notes, I was going to ask you: Did you stick it out for the plucky outro? <laughs> <laughs> Which did. describes that describes a banjo. Yeah, a banjo is a plucky instrument. All right. Well, last song. Mm -hmm. One song remaining. I don't have anything for this one. Okay. So what do you got, Danny? I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, I got almost nothing. I've For introing the song, absolutely nothing. For discussion of the song, I have one note that has absolutely nothing to do with the actual song itself. So like when you were, you could say when you were writing notes about the song, you had eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a movie by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Just the intro is going, okay. or then the yeah. <clears throat> All right, Danny. So, what is your one note? What's your favorite Stanley Kubrick movie? What's your go-to? It's, it's two thousand one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mine. I'm, mine. I'm lame. My note is well. My note is The Shining. Though, if I'm feeling snobby, I, I'd say two thousand one. Oh, see, I don't think of that as a snobby. No. I think that that's like the mainstream answer. I feel hmm. like. Hmm. What would you say the snobby answer is? Paths of Glory. Um, I don't know that one. So, I so yes. It, ooh, I think it's him. Are you thinking of Blades of Glory? <laughs> <laughs> That's Kubrick, right? Okay, I was right. Paths of Glory. Okay, cool. Barry Lyndon. That's another snobby one. I feel like. I well, okay. Is is this this is snobby the same as like? Movie Punisher. I think maybe the movie Punisher answer is Doctor Strangelove. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I 2001. I like. I took a film class in college and like wrote a paper on 2001. Mm -hmm. So 
and I did well on the paper, so maybe maybe that's why I'm like, oh, I want that to be my favorite because I got an A. I wrote a paper on 2001 also. Oh. And when I say wrote, I'm going to use some very, very, very large air quotes. Okay. When I was in the 10th grade, mm-hmm. I had to do a book report. Oh, it's it's a movie. <laughs> Hold your horses. I'm supposed to do a book report for my biology class, apparently. I don't know why. It was weird. I read a little bit of 2001, the book. Okay. And uh, I think I the book report was due, and she gave me extra time and said, when, I come ba- when you come back from Christmas break, you turn in the book report. Okay. A couple days before I have to go back to, to school, book report's not done. I haven't read the book. I find a paper that someone wrote on the movie on the internet and take out any reference to, I probably put in more more effort to taking out any reference to the movie and making it seem like I'm talking about the book and turned in probably eight to 10 page paper that uh, I is, was 100% plagiarized and got myself an A. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So you just had to like take out references to like the shot when mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like all that shit. Yep. Wow. How um, do you know? I mean, you might not know if you never read the book, but like how how loyal or no how idea. much is missing from one Again, to the other? Okay. Did not read the book. <laughs> read some of it. It would just be very funny if like it turned out the movie was based on just like a thirty page. Mm-hmm. Like part yeah, of the book. Like if like if I had read The Shining and I turned in a book about Stanley Kubrick or I turned in a paper about Stanley Kubrick Shining and I was supposed to be talking about the book The Shining. Yeah. That probably wouldn't have worked. But what are what are the big discrepancies there? Again, I haven't read the book, but uh, apparently they are very, very different and okay. Stephen King hates the movie. Oh really? Yeah. That's why he did that miniseries in the 90s. Was the miniseries good? I don't know. Didn't see it. It kind of sucks that most Stephen King things suck. Yeah. You know? He has a lot of sucky things. He has some good things. Well, I mean, yeah, his... He is so um, prolific that... You know, every couple of years, there's a new movie or series or made-for-TV mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. Netflix movie. What was that, like 1927? Or yeah, I didn't see that one, but yeah. I was pretty boring. It was fine. Um, <clears throat> I also, I get scared very easily, so mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm not a big consumer of a lot of his stuff, uh, but it's okay. like, it seems like he has a lot, and it's not his fault if like the you know, the movie or TV version sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that he dislikes probably hands down the best film adaptation of anything that's been done to his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else would be up there? What else? It, I suppose. Yeah, I've never seen the original or the new one. And I've never... I don't think I have either. So. <laughs> um, um, uh, Shawshank? Maybe Shawshank? Shawshank, though, that's really good. Uh, Stand By Me. Yeah. Uh, Cujo? I don't know. See, I the, a lot of those things were also made during a time where just like the aesthetic was just kind of like intrinsically corny. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Like a lot of those like late 80s, early 90s, maybe they just didn't age well. Maybe they were good at the time. Mm -hmm. But like Cujo, what's the one about the car? Oh, uh, oh God, what is that one called? It's not Carrie. Oh, that's a good one, though. Um, uh, it is called Christine. Oh, Carrie, Christine. Whatever. You know, but speaking of which, you, you know what movie I fucking loved as a kid that hmm. I shouldn't have? Maximum Overdrive. I've never seen that. That is Emilio Estevez, whom I also loved as a kid. I can't even remember what the, like inciting incident is but um a bunch of big rigs like essentially become like possessed or controlled by an alien force or there's a meteor maybe and anyway a bunch of big rigs want to uh, kill you (laughs) and there's these like people like trapped at a i think at like a truck stop that movie like i'm sure it sucks in hindsight that movie fucking ruled as a kid Hmm. killer big rigs yeah and it's like that on paper, that idea should never get past the like brainstorming book ideas, and it turned yeah. into a movie. Oh, and he directed the movie. Emilio Estevez? No, Stephen King. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, Emilio Estevez would have been more defensible. <laughs> um, I be- I do believe he is a pretty successful director. Isn't is he? he? Let's see. He directed and wrote Men at Work. So okay, beginning and end of discussion. I think I'm right. Um. <laughs> See, he directed The War at Home, directed, all right, let's just say he's directed things. <laughs> I don't know if they're good, Yeah, but yeah, he is a director. Okay. How did we get on this topic? Because uh, we started oh, talking about Stanley Kubrick in yes. 2001 and so on and so forth. So let's, and that was your one note about? That's my one note. I don't know. I don't have much to say about that song. It's a post-rock song. That's what True. I got to say about it. I want to listen to post-rock and talk about post-rock so much, <laughs> but I don't think... You picked the wrong podcast part. Yeah. I don't think that this is going to be a fruitful path for us as, in terms of the pod. Okay. So a couple things. One, this song sounds... Out of these five, it most sounds like Godspeed, You Black Emperor. Agreed. Which I don't know if, if that's a band you've ever. Not very familiar, but that th- is something that pops into my head. Yeah. Um, they are more like spaced out. You're going to wait for a crescendo. And the crescendo is going to fucking pay off. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, you really just kind of your way there. Um yeah. Now this song's only like five minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty short. I would like to give you Godspeed, but that that would be a forty-plus minute playlist most likely because all their songs do, are very long. I do technically own two or three of their records because you're supposed to own Godspeed records if you're a record collector. How stupid! <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You're supposed to own Weezer CDs, you idiot. <laughs> I do have Weezer records. No. And you're not allowed to purchase them or know their origins. <laughs> That's the kind of collecting I'm into. Yes, yes. Possibly the true definition of being punished is like being secretly <laughs> sending gift- you see, Randomly s- sending you CDs that you have no interest in. 
Oh, here's a Stephen King movie. Um, it's like Columbia House, except it's like haunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just get like sent haunted like another Columbia bad House. CD every month. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's after we get done recording, let's stay on and let's try to outline the screenplay. Okay. Um, okay. Guess who's back? Oh, thanks, Lassa. Okay, I have to eat it with my fork. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Okay. It's a cake with pizza, bread, and a mushroom. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to feed some to Dante. Thank you. Here you go. All right, what do you got to tell me about this song? Tell me some things about this song. Okay, so this was a song. So this is 2000. Mm -hmm. This is the oldest song I gave you. And this was a song, an EP that I was unfamiliar with before like really doing a deeper dive into Mogwai. Because Mogwai has so much music, I kind of just, you know, picked like, these are the albums I need or the ones I'm like, I kind of got comfortable with right away. And and then there's the rest that you're like, the rest is going to be work. Mm Mm-hmm. But because I wanted to try to give you the best experience possible because I care about you, Danny. Aww. Um, I, I started doing some more research and 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 maybe this is kind of cop out research, but I was like, you know, Mogwai songs ranked or you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and I was like, sure. okay, well, what's like the what's like the big like fan, like what 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 do they want played at every show that I'm not familiar with? Mm-hmm. And this song was really high. Hmm. And I think it's probably because it was like maybe an early song that like stuck with fans for a long time um because yeah it doesn't do a lot but like i do like this type of again i'll say meandering just kind Mm -hmm. of like what what song was the the happy walk for you oh that was space expert space expert yeah um this is more of like a hmm i'm not sure how to handle this situation walk Mm -hmm. thinking about it, it Yeah, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. not like it's not depressing or, or anything like that. At least I didn't uh, perceive it that way. Yeah. And I I thought maybe you would do something with Stanley Kubrick and I guess you kind of did. I'm trying to think of a movie where someone might go on a walk and, and think about a situation. A Kubrick movie specifically. Oh. Um well you can't walk in space. At least not <laughs> not in that way. Yeah. Um, it, it might be Eyes Wide Shut, to be honest. Mm, I haven't seen that one. Do we keep one up? Am I cool with going with my wife to fuck strangers? Mm, <laughs> to fuck yeah, millionaire yeah. strangers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have not seen that movie either. Definitely some slow motion going on. Yeah. Yeah. It it's work. kind of a slow-mo song. It could work in 2001, too. Like, the not necessarily like walking and thinking, but like walking around on the moon, like doing the boom. Yeah. Or the slow-mo hamster wheel. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's edit that. Okay. (laughs) Do we have a Five Songs or Less YouTube channel? We technically do. There's nothing on it. We do? I made one. Why? Because I had plans on putting the episodes on YouTube. but And then what happened? I, I don't know how. I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I have to 
do I have to make these into videos? Because that seems hard. You know, you just need like a stupid screenshot of us, which I'm sure you could find. And you just put that as the... No? Okay. I can't find stupid screenshots of us. We've taken screenshots. <laughs> but they're all amazing. I, I thought this might appeal to your... Like... Well, first of all, like late 90s, early 2000s, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of like darker, grittier. I don't know if that's the right word, but this just kind of, to me, has more of your aesthetic hmm. a little bit. Um, and and I feel like I was wrong. But, oh, there's music still playing on my Spotify. Great. How, how is that going to fuck up my algorithm? Uh-oh. Let's see. This will destroy you. Oh, Oceans, yeah. ocean size. Ocean oh, and size. Ocean size. One word. Hmm. Yeah. It's not not a great band name. No, it's it's really not. <laughs> You'd probably like um, this. Will destroy you. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like maybe I've tried before because I, I definitely know that band name. Yeah. Um. Also, this. Oh this, nope. I've never heard of that band. Stanley Kubrick. That's a, why would you name your band Stanley Kubrick? Why are you showing me that? Joel, just, this is the, so that's the cover of the EP. Uh Uh-huh. That looks. All right. (laughs) It it looks like a Godspeedy Black Emperor album cover. Yes. Yes, it does. So next week or two weeks from now, Danny, I I showed you my shirt and you, you exclaimed Godzilla. Wait, wait. Hold on. No, I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm ready We're to not move on. done yet. Well, then, fucking, you wrap it up. All right. Why does every episode have to end contentious? <laughs> I know. Seriously, I really love this band. All right. Well, in the episode, then you piece of shit. And this motherfucker, we're we're about to hit three hours recording. This motherfucker wanted to do two today. I did. I did. Yeah. Do you still think that's a good idea? No, I'm too hungry now. When we know you're not going to cook. No, no. Well, I just saw you eat a mushroom bread something cake. <laughs> it's true it's true it goes right through me though <laughs> so yeah this this playlist was nice to have because i have been very stressed out uh like i said on the last episode we're still house hunting that's stressing me out work has been fucking insane and i've just every time i put on this playlist it calmed me down which was nice and I wanted to listen to more than just these five songs so that it would last all day instead of listening to the playlist over and over again. In comparing the two post-rock bands you've given to me, or I guess three, um, but L1011 is technically, I don't know, they're like a different brand of post-rock. Um, yeah, for sure. On a day-to-day basis, if I wanted to listen to post-rock, I'd probably go for God as an Astronaut before Mogwai because <laughs> it, they lean more into the metal side of things a little bit. However... I do want to continue to put Mogwai on when I'm trying to work and things like that because I feel like it's going to be very good for such things. At the beginning of the episode when you were yelling at me for typing on my keyboard, I was, <laughs> I was writing down my rating of Seconds of Summer. Uh, oh, God so I was, I, I was right to know that uh, it wasn't anything important. No, it's not. God is an Astronaut, I gave 3.9, which feels a little low, but... That's what I gave them. Feels a little high. Well, have you have you have you listened to them much since? A little bit, not as much as Motion City soundtrack. Oh sure. Um. So, 
God is an astronaut, 3.9. Mogwai, 3.8. Okay. 3.8. Very, very respectable. I was surprised you didn't give me anything off of Mr. Beast. Isn't that a big album of theirs? It is. I owned it on vinyl one time. <laughs> one time? So you no longer have it? No, I sold it for some reason. Um, And also never listened to it. Yeah, that has Travel is Dangerous on it, I believe. I believe Travel is Dangerous is, this, yeah, the song that I was going to give you off that. And I think it might have been like the sixth song on the mm. playlist. And then mm. it also, it has a... Uh, so, I mean, if you owned the the vinyl, yeah. then you, you saw this. This really bothers me. The album cover? I hate it so much. Oh. It's so gross. <laughs> it's, and I don't like Just that. Just the idea of people melting is too much for you? That's not what that is. It, it I it's, mean, it just looks like melty people. No, so it's, because I looked this up because I was so disturbed. <laughs> okay. It, it's, a, it's like, I, I think the kid, do you see the kid under the table? Yeah, yeah. Is holding a glass. Okay. It's supposed to be like spilled milk. It's like milk is everywhere. Like all these people were fucking like chugging milk. Ew. Right. That in it in and of itself is gross. Okay. If you can imagine any other white substance being plasmed <laughs> all about, it's even grosser. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I guess it's taken a whole new uh, whole new perspective. But I here let me um artwork <clears throat> the cover artwork for mr beast is a painting by amanda church entitled milk bar and the accompanying booklet contains other works from her all of a similar style mm-hmm. sorry all of a similar gross style is what it meant to say in addition <laughs> the mogway okay who cares about that um yeah so gross milk like what why why why? Why does that painting exist? I want to drink a bunch of people like fucking... Is it supposed to be like, whoa, wouldn't it be weird if people looked like this after drinking milk? Why are you... Is it like a thing about alcohol? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe uh, it's a lactose intolerance thing. Maybe that's why you don't like it. <laughs> she's like she's like boasting about these people who can fucking handle so much lactose. Yeah. <laughs> are you familiar with uh, I, I know you're not, but I, I will, to quote another podcast, um, mm-hmm. these people have a, a hyper tolerance to lactose, <laughs> which is something I envy. Hyper tolerance. Yeah, it, it was a, a fake disease. Uh, um, yeah. I'm all right. Hyper tolerance to lactose. Yeah. So, all right. 3.8. Great. 3.8. Um, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla's come up. Uh, well, first of all, I, I want to, I want to get the last word. Um, <laughs> not really, but I just want to say, like, I feel weird because three point eight is a great rating. Mm-hmm. You liked them more than you didn't like them, but mm-hmm. I feel like you're like the most you could ever like them is like, eh, they're fine. Like, I don't feel like you, you're. This is a genre or a band that you're gonna like really embrace and be like oh like i fucking love this album or yeah whatever. it's gotta Which be is- a band or an album that's really heavy and riffy to get me or or lots of cool synthy stuff right hell if you put all three of it in there forget about it 
Well, just wait till you hear the next bit. No. Um, <laughs> but like putting this playlist together and listening to them more, I was like, man, Mogwai, they're, they're shooting up my like personal charts. Mm-hmm. Like right, right now, they're like a top 10 band for me. Nice. Um, and what's really cool is like we were talking about, they're a band with like such a deep catalog. You can mm-hmm. keep finding new stuff. Yeah. Which is exciting. And I guess I should say I, I I certainly do not begrudge you your feelings. My only disappointment is that we don't have something else to get excited about together. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, okay, so here when when Lantlos finally puts out their <laughs> new album, we're gonna be like, Oh my god, it's out. Oh, have you listened to it? You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be like or yeah. if Elsas puts out another album yeah. or uh, if it was 15 years ago, Coheed, you know, like I just, I just like being able to share in things with people I like. When God as an astronaut announced their new album, we talked about that a bit and got kind of excited and talked about how kind of dumb the album cover looked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a blast. All right. All right. So Godzilla. Came up, or has it come up yet? Maybe it's going to come up in our episode about music we listen to as children due to our parents. Mm, mm. Right, right. And then Godzilla came up today when I revealed the t-shirt I was wearing. Yep. It's almost a little bit more Reptar than Godzilla. It is very Reptar, yeah. Maybe it is supposed to be Reptar, I don't know. But, I mean, obviously, Reptar is... Influenced by Godzilla. Sure. This was not on purpose. When you said Godzilla, I was like, oh, this is a happy accident. Interesting. Okay. This next episode of me giving you a band is almost going to be a little bit of an experiment, a little bit educational, because I'm giving you a band I like. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a band that I feel like I could like more. Okay. And I want to see if by giving them to you and by really hearing your perspective and getting your... Because you have a lot more knowledge in the music that we're going to talk about in a couple weeks. And I want to see if you open my eyes to some things or if you go, Dante, you need to... You need Shut to delete it this. Yeah. Shut it down. I like... So the... Not that gatekeeping is good, but there is something good about like, no, 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 no. you're on the right track. Here's, you know, here's what you need to be doing. Or actually, this is why this is the shitty version of this music. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is not like a a band that I I love or I'm a like gigantic fan of, but -hmm. it's something I'm getting into, but I sort of hit a wall. Okay. And so I want to see if we get anywhere. Okay. So that's why, Danny, the next time I... I talked to you about a band I'm punishing you with, and it might be punishing. I don't know. I truly don't. We will see. I'm giving you the band Godzilla, or as they are known, Gojira. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This will be. This will be fun. This will be educational. Oh, he's already he's already getting his like professor. Yeah. Yeah. He's putting patches on his elbows. He's he just picked something up off the floor. It is well, I think that's just a hoodie. 
Oh, is that a maybe a cardigan? Doesn't have patches, but doesn't have patches. Is, is that a cardigan or it is a cardigan. just a sweater? Okay. What what makes a cardigan a cardigan? Big big ass buttons. Big ass buttons. Okay. Is that the main thing? Yeah. Big. You look like maybe you are trying to uh, cosplay as Nathan Fillion in Firefly. Oh, shiny. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Did you like that show? Oh, I love that show. I wish uh, Joss Whedon wasn't uh, kind of a piece of shit, but um, yeah. Well, I yeah. I wish you would have stuck with Firefly. I wish they would have made a sequel to Cabin in the Woods. Um, did you ever see that? I did. Dude, that was good. I liked that quite a bit. Okay. Firefly is great. Gojira, I'm interested <laughs> to listen to. Yeah, the only time... So I've listened to that album with the whale on the cover, but that was like when I still worked at Dimple. From from Mars to Sirius or from Sirius to Mars? Uh, something like that. Yeah. And I've listened... I did listen to a little bit of another album a couple years ago that came out and I was like, meh. Do you remember what your what your thoughts were on that album from Mars to Sirius? No. Nothing. Okay. I don't I mean, I remember being like, oh, I kind of like this, I think. But then I can't remember if that was a legitimate I like this or a, a oh, yeah, I like yeah, I like this. I'm I'm cool. So do you have like favorite songs of theirs and stuff? Yes. Okay. I mean, I made a playlist, so. <laughs> have you made a playlist? Oh, they have a new album. Are they? Uh, they've released, a, they've, they've released a couple new songs of late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not a whole album, right? There's only a couple songs? Uh, it will be a whole album. Well, there, yeah, but. There are 11. They've released Born they re- for One Thing, Rock, and, and Another World. <laughs> and one of those may be on the playlist. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us at Five Songs or Less, five spelled out, F-I-V-E, Songs or Less, on all socials. And we will see you next time. And to all of our Norwegian listeners, (laughs) Hada Fiend. the episode and then we'll uh, yep let me just get a little swig of juice <laughs> swig of juice sounds like <laughs> a uh, ill-fated like vanilla ice product line from 1995 yeah, yeah. <laughs> well all right you got your you got your button at the end of the episode. Yeah, 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 I do. Just cut and paste that, buddy.